Welcome to another exciting episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast. Dwayne the Ghost alongside Terrorizing. Coming to you guys with episode... What episode is this? 67? 68? It's one of those. One of those. <laughs> I, I think it's 67? I can double check. But you guys know what it is. One of the episodes in the 60s. Isaac Boys Podcast coming at you guys. And coming off of a... Uh, Fourth of July weekend. Yep. Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Yep. Just, just, just pulled it up. Sixty-eight. Episode sixty-eight. <laughs> God damn it! It's been it's it was it's a long weekend. It's 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 been a not a rough one, but it's a quite the busy one. Busy one. Very tiring. Um, at least. I'm I'm in a, I'm in such a weird space right now, physically anyway. I feel like physically my mind is like doesn't turn off, but my body is extremely tired. Yeah, I've been doing quite a bit, but like yeah, between working out and just work, yeah, and just I think my my, but it's so weird because my mind is just like it, it doesn't turn off. Like I'm always doing something for VIVN or okay. for my, you know other projects that I'm working on, you know Isaac Enterprises and everything. Like, I feel like I'm always doing something like mentally anyway. Like so, but like physically, it's like it's like my mind is. Outworking my body at this point, so I think some rest is definitely in uh, in order. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Def- I mean, you also want to capitalize on it, like ride the train as long as you can, because you're not always going to feel this way. There's, there's that, you know what I mean. So try to be as productive as you can while you have the energy to do so, because there's going to be a point where you're going to be definitely got the mental energy. I don't feel the physical energy, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, maybe I guess I can get into a little bit of that a little later. But um, uh yeah, this weekend. Was uh was pretty dope. I mean, Fourth of July we didn't do much for Fourth of July, but didn't um, do much. No, we had a, a no, we tournament. Didn't do we didn't do much yesterday. <laughs> yesterday oh, was actually yesterday. Four. yesterday was actually the fourth. Yeah, there was no, we didn't do any barbecue or anything. It was took a time mostly to rest, believe it or not, yeah. because we um definitely needed that rest. On the third, we had our uh, our Smash Brothers tournament. Yep, first tournament at the lounge was a Smash Brothers tournament. Um, and I must say, overall, I I. Overall, it was a success. I think it was a success. Yeah, I, I, there's no thinking. I, I know it was a success. I yeah, mean, it, it, was, it definitely was. It was. The energy was great. It was a great turnout. You know, all the participants were into it. Spectators were into it. You know, all in all, a great success. I mean, I think you know, even though I think we, we started a little bit later, but that's, that's that's common in the VI right now, but. I think it was well timed in terms of you know the execution of we did two tournaments at the same time. That was the first time we did something like that. Yeah, doing two tournaments was very daunting. It, it, I find that you know, it was a lot of work, and yeah, I mean yes and no because it was worth it in the sense because I think if we only did just a smash, maybe the turnout wouldn't have been as. I mean, it probably would have. It it it. it, it what was, do you think? I I think. I think everything worked played out the way it should have been because you know there was a good enough crowd for on both sides to really fill the room, which mm-hmm. was great. Um, there was energy on both sides, um, and all in all, I think even even the spectators that you know probably some that was very casual and really didn't know much about Smash Brothers still enjoyed. You know, yeah, I heard you know there, there was even 
one, I, I, it was, there was a kid there, a little kid there. That was, he was there for his first time. And he, I, I, hear, I heard him saying like, man, how, how much fun he had, and he's definitely coming back. But not knowing that's, that's not the real, that's not the real setup. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's still the, you know, the our regular our, our regular setup. Set, yeah. But he, you know, he, he genuinely had fun, and, that, and that's kind of the that's the whole point of doing all this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess for me because I was so busy, I didn't get time to really like sit back and take enjoy in. and take in everything. Uh, I, I made, I made it, I made it, I made it my business to. So, you know, sit back every now and again. I, I kind of wish I did that because I, 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 I started to do that a little bit later, maybe. But I mean, I, I mean, I was working for the throughout the entire thing. Mm. But yeah, there, there was for me, there was no like especially in the beginning. I, I had no sense of you know, are people having a good time or having? I was just going, going, going. No, there, there was definitely people having having a good time. I mean, I, I did have you know, of course, the, the chairs and everything. You, you know, you got a sense of that. And I kind of wish we you know. But again, we're tapped out as far as you know, I wish we recorded more of it. Yeah, I mean, I I did I did make it my business to to record some, um, you know, and I, I'm sure everybody's saying you know why didn't you guys record? Why didn't you guys stream it? Blah blah. blah it's so easy. I, I, I and, and I of course it. of course it is easy, but it's 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 easy when that's the only thing you have to do. Yeah. When there's so many other moving parts and you have to and so many <clears throat> so many vital moving parts. Mm-hmm. In terms of making sure that the, the tournament goes well, making sure the bracket goes correctly, all that kind of stuff, those things have precedence over everything else. Yeah, it occupies so much mental yes. RAM that it's like maybe our problem. Maybe remember we're working with old computers here, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know we're you know it 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 it, it took well, like, especially well for, I guess you know maybe if as we do this more often, it'll probably get easier over time. Yeah, most definitely. Um, but I, I just really wanted everything to work out perfectly, so I, I paid I paid a lot more attention to to my like to, to little details that I wanted to make sure was done correctly. And I guess that took up a lot of my time. I tried to record as much as I could. Um, I guess we will be putting out some kind of footage of it at some point. Um, yeah, and definitely update this the, the website as well. Yes, where we track our all our events. Um, definitely to do with that. Yes, but um, but yeah, the the event was was, was pretty dope. I mean. It definitely, as far as all our events go, um, I mean, you definitely can't mess with Smash Brothers. Um, but I think it was it was well attended. It got quite a bit of buzz, you know. We had some of our competition checking us out, even. Yeah, that, that was that was interesting too. Um, so you don't know, there's a, a gaming bus, I guess, for lack of a better term, it's kind of a trailer that's you know packed with a lot of cool gaming hardware, just to you know capitalize on casual gamers that you know. Just one gaming experience, mm-hmm. you know, and they're mobile, so they, they they can pull up to your house and you have a whole gaming setup by your house, which is you know they got they got a cool thing going. Um, they aren't as grounded in gaming know-how as I would like, but you know they they have enough knowledge to to get you a good experience. I find. Yeah, but they're definitely set up for for more of the casuals, like we said. Mm-hmm. Um, our market is our demographic is more. Tailored to the, like the, you know the, the core gamers and well of course we do get our casuals as well but yeah. we're, we're you know we're, we're tailored for the gamers the true you know gamers um, with that being said yeah they, they showed up and they you know they were checking us out kind of seeing you know and you know they, they were asking me questions and stuff and I, I based on the questioning I noticed that they had no idea what was going on in there yeah they yeah they were like fresh out of water I mean and there was a young kid there too and he you know I guess he was trying to like 
see kind of what our setup and how how we, how we did what you know mm. how 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 we do our thing. And yeah, because we, 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 I mean, for those of you that, that didn't come to the, the um the Smash Brothers tournament, we had a really nice setup in there. Yeah, and we kind of threw it together, kind of on the like you know with our own know how, and I think it the, the setup that we had for the tournament was perfect. I think the participants themselves enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 hard to duplicate. It's, uh, uh, that's what I like. I'm glad that we didn't spare any expense in doing this tournament, you know, because mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that we did that were quote unquote unnecessary, but very necessary. But necessary. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, you know, because just, just 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 for the one tournament, you know, for the one Smash tournament, there were three TVs being utilized. Mm-hmm. Um, one for the spectators and two for each participant. Yeah. And it was all real time, so it was definitely it was definitely a dope setup, you know, with the lights and everything, and it, it was it definitely gave you tournament vibes. Mm-hmm. So I I like that about it. Yeah, like you said, it was something that was easily duplicated. I mean, if if you're if you if you're tech- technologically savvy, of course you can get it done because it, was, it, it wasn't it's not, anything. It's not it's not anything super hard. Yeah, but it just takes a little bit of know how and just kind of understanding of what you want done. Mm-hmm. So and then there's that and, and you, you can tell uh, again based on the questioning that they were like you know, ask me how long does each match go and everything like that like, oh, like depends on the participants yeah, and, and they and they they were like you know I guess no there was some very weird questioning in there you could you could, you could tell that it wasn't people that that knew yeah and how tournaments go and everything like that and uh, I can definitely relate because we were kind of there but I mean I was never that naive about tournaments but. You know, you know, it's it's kind of kind of the older crowd, I guess, mm-hmm. and they're trying to trying to figure things out. But I'm de- I'm definitely again, we're like like we said in the past, we're definitely open to working with them. We mm-hmm. just got to figure out, you know, what makes sense for all parties. You know, yeah. Even if you do a like a us versus them kind of a tournament, you know, they have their Call of Duty squad. We got our Call of Duty squad, and that's one way to do it, but. You don't want to create that kind of competition, or you know there, there is there isn't that kind of competition. Yeah, like they, they, yeah that's true. They, they, don't they, have, they, they don't have a squad; they're just casuals, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, that's, so that, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so it's not like they're like a whole gaming network type network thing. organization yeah. that we can you know just yeah just bully you know bus, yeah <laughs> bully would be the right term exactly. Um, but at any rate, yeah. But I mean, we could figure something out eventually. We we always want to, and again, we we're not. We know we, we we know our lane. I'm not sure if they, they understand what their lane is, but we we know that you know we, we can. There's definitely room for for both of us mm-hmm. in the Virgin Islands. Now, I don't like that people think that you know people mistake us for them. That I don't like. That that we need to address uh, for whatever reason. People uh, till now are still mistaking them for us. I mean, I guess they they put themselves in a position where they, that mistake can be made. And yeah, good on them, I guess, because they kind of pull up outside. Not outside. Not outside. Not directly outside. But, they but yeah, they're, in the they're, they're, they're in the parking lot uh, with their gaming bus. So, you know, when we give people directions and they, they walk in the general area and they see that, they think that's us. Yes. So that's a problem. Yeah. But, again, with enough marketing, with enough of us getting our name out there and, you know, people, you know, seeing, you know. Well, when they see the when they see the actual building, like the footage of the inside of like you know our setup, mm. and they go there, they're gonna be like, okay, this is definitely not what I saw. You know, maybe they'll figure it out, but 
Uh, Eventually. It, 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 you know, it's attention to detail, you know. people Some people don't have that attention to detail. There you go. They see oh, TVs and lights so. and they go in there, they see TVs and lights, yep. So, I mean, I guess we're helping them out, but they by no means are helping us out, unfortunately. <laughs> but it is what it is. We'll, we'll, we'll always be better. We'll always be, uh, you know, yeah. keep pushing and doing and catering to our demographic, which... Surprisingly, the last week, um, outside of the um tournament, we got some some new some new people in here. Some new we got folks a lot of lot of different faces in here, and mm-hmm. some some new regulars even. We got some new regulars. We got, um, we we had we have you know our, we had our first set of tourists that came through. Yeah, tourists came through. Um, got a, uh, some some additional um, membership signups. We got a uh, got a lot of things going. Uh, and even uh, even even for the um, the ads, you know, we got a, a ton of people interested in ads now. Mm-hmm. You know, so we just might have follow up on a couple of those, but some of those are are, are, are going to be executed. I think this week even. So, yeah, ton of, uh, and even I'm heading to the, the the PC um demographic as well, which which, which we've been yeah. we've been playing around with a couple of ideas of how we can uh, you know do that exactly because it's not just as simple as uh you know our usual you know pay to play stuff, mm-hmm. or maybe we're just trying to over maybe we're overthinking it. Maybe we are overthinking it. Um, but I think in our in our overthinking of it. We always make sure that the right thing is done, because yeah, maybe we're maybe we are overthinking it, and we could just go with the simple way of just you know. But then there's different arguments that could be made, and someone will make that argument at some point. Maybe not now, but eventually, you know, people will will the same thing that we're over the same thing that we're overthinking. is going to come up at some point. Maybe not now. Maybe not a year from now, but eventually. You know what I mean? So. I'm glad that we we always overthink things and we always handle situations ahead of time, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's kind of why uh, you know the the pay to play area is set up the way it is. There's a lot of other things in that people will be like, hmm, I wonder why they did that, but everything is done for a reason. Yep, and I guess I, that's one thing I'm, I like that we overthink things. Yeah, sometimes. and and people that are you know like some of the new people that come came out this week and checked us out, they were like, like, like how is this done? Like they're like, where are the consoles? And like, yeah, yeah. People, people are people are blown away by the way we you know we set up everything because that you know when they come and they play we just hand them a controller they're like okay but where, where's the rest of it like mm. it's all done man don't worry about it it's, it's the magic of magic of the lounge there you go more magic to come definitely more magic to come so yeah definitely excited about the tournament I'm I'm excited about doing another tournament as well we may make this a monthly thing or maybe build to a, towards a weekly thing. I mean, it, it, the thing is, so much work. Yeah. That, but the thing is, I, I actually, I legitimately enjoyed it. So it's like it's, it's finding that balance. Like, damn, it's a lot of work, but I really like doing it, and I really like you know the the turnout. I really like the the payout as well. Yeah. So it's like, definitely can't do it every week, but yeah, every month definitely. I think we we could probably. I mean, we, we we could do it every quarter, but I, I think what what I like the most is. You know, just having different people, just meeting new people and having new people come through and having that room filled with different energies. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a tournament. I, I, I actually had, I was actually thinking about our next, I mean, we probably, I mean, I could probably talk about this off the air, but, or, or on the air, whatever. Um, we could probably do a, an, I think, a, just a simple, quick Among Us meetup. Yeah. Game, game night thing. Yeah. I think like on a, on a, on a maybe on a Friday or something, tell people come through and just play some Among Us, you know? Yeah, we could definitely do some. Definitely have to do more more events. Maybe not tournaments, but definitely more events. Yeah. Um, we have been playing around ideas, with, you know, with like anime nights and stuff like that. We should definitely, you know, 
start looking at those kind of things where we you know play like a movie or something movie night or something mm-hmm. I make it fun cool you know or maybe we can binge watch an anime or something you know in a day in a night no you can't do that start in the day mm, maybe we'll see first is like, like like Demon Slayer which I'm watching now is I think it's only like 20 something episodes and each episode is like 20 minutes So, you know, you know, within a 12-hour, no. If you start, you know, early enough in the day, you can probably get it done, you know, late at night at some point. You know, just to kind of binge. But I don't know. It was playing around with different ideas here. 100%. But, yeah, doing more events, I think, would be good. Because, again, it gives people a reason to come out. And, um, you know, once people come out and they see the lounge, people fall in love with it, man. They, mm-hmm. Our hard work was definitely not in vain. But, um, yeah. Um, but definitely for the month of July is definitely not over for for VIB and of course we have our giveaway going on, big giveaway going on, um, which people are excited. Which I think we we probably didn't do a good job of uh, promoting at the event, did we? We did not promote it at all at the event actually. Yeah, dropped the ball there, but big yeah. drop ball because there was a lot of energy. There's a lot of, and again that's that's when it comes down to it. It's just when it's just two people, you know, there's a lot of things slip through the cracks. Um, but you know. We'll as as things go on, we'll figure out how we can get better, you know, and whether it's hiring new people or just getting better organized, one of the two. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, definitely giveaway going on. Um, giving away, of course, uh, a year's membership. So um, got a couple people excited about that, you know. Um, if you're familiar with our giveaway process, you know, you know, we're using the that platform where you can, you know, you get additional signups for the. You know, for a lot of different things, additional entries rather. You sign up and you get a bunch of additional entries based on what you do. You know, how you interact with certain of uh, our our different media media stuff. So, of course, this one is sent. You know, it's geared around the lounge and of course the podcast. So, there's a ton, a ton of free entries that you can get. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool stuff. Of course, it's the daily entry for just visiting the lounge. You get an additional entry. So, that's super dope. Um, of course, this is the podcast, which I'm sure a lot of you are probably wondering when, when we're going to drop this um, this code. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so essentially throughout for the, for the month of July, um, you know, we're going to be recording um, four podcasts, uh, five podcasts rather, four or five. Well, we already recorded one, so four podcasts moving forward now. And uh, in in these podcasts, you're going to have we're going to be dropping a code randomly throughout the episode, so you don't know when it's coming. I could just spit it out right now. Or you have to wait to the end. That's yet to be seen. But random code is going to be dropped to give you some additional entries for the podcast. So that's going to be super exciting. Of course, visiting the lounge gives you some additional entries. A couple of different ways, of course, you know, to get additional entries. Those are just two of the main ways that I can think of off the top of my head. But definitely check out our um, our Instagram uh, link is in the description. Just click on giveaways. Gives you all the details there. Of course, you can also check our website as well. Um, once we update it, to get that, um, <laughs> to get all the information on that. Uh, of course, if you're on the Discord, you're already in the know because Discord gets everything first. Yep. So if you want to stay, you know, keep up with everything VIVN, definitely check out our Discord. So, uh, you know, jump on that. Of course, link is in the description of our IG as well. So, yeah, ton of ton of things going on right now. Yep. Super excited about every last bit of it. Mm-hmm. 
Also, I mean, what was cool actually um, this week? I mean, I mean, having people from the the Discord come through was you know, it's kind of cool to finally start to put faces. One hundred percent. Some putting, of these names, putting know? faces to these names and these avatars, you know. So that that part I thought was cool. Um, also, for our Smash tournament, which was a very unique experience, you know, we we had people that came like flew to St. Thomas. Yeah, and, jump and off the plane and jump, jump right off the plane out. and ended up competing directly in the tournament, which you know was a very unique experience. You know, it's like you know, it just shows the kind of you know impact that we can have. Impact know? that we can have. You know, and it was, it was uh, uh, and even though they didn't win, they were they were they were stoked about everything that happened. Yeah, they were having a good time. They they enjoyed it. Didn't didn't even want to leave. Like they were keeping the party going. Yeah, exactly. You know, we definitely appreciate that. And um, yeah, just uh, just uh, all, all around love, man. And we 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 enjoy doing this so. We're gonna definitely keep this ball rolling, but also this week we've been getting in some uh, new video game. Um, that's kind of yeah. been a bit of an addiction at this point. To some point, so to, to some definitely yeah. to us, I think it's gonna be the next, you know, obsession for me anyway. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Guilty Gear, the new Guilty Gear. Mm-hmm. Um, new Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear Strife, Guilty Gear Strife. I I like it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. Um, you know, we played a little bit of Guilty Gear back in high school. Never really been into it since then, but now getting back into it, it's, I think it's a good point to jump back in because this one is a little more. Um, some of the Guilty Gear um, fanatics will say a little dumbed down for for new people to kind of jump into Guilty Gear, mm-hmm. which for me I like. I, I mean, I, I I can't compare it to others to see see what's what part of it's dumbed down from what isn't, but. From what I see, I like, you know, I like the way the game looks more so than anything else. You know, yeah, I mean, everyone. I mean, Guilty Gear always does it right, but this time around, they they definitely spread new expense and just making this game is a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. Very visually appealing. And, I mean, if you're familiar with Guilty Gear, you know, the, the mechanics of Guilty Gear are, are different from a lot of other fighting games. Yep. Um, there's definitely a learning curve. You definitely, there's definitely some... I'd, uh, me personally, definitely have some ways to go as far as got, got some new muscle memory to build up, pretty much. Yeah, when you're you know when you're when you're used to the the SNK and Capcom type fighting games, you know, kind of very linear. You know what to expect. You know you you already have that. Mu- we already have the muscle memory mes- muscle memory built up. You know, over all these years. But Guilty Gear is a, is it's on a different pace. It's a different animal. It's a different animal. So. And there's different mechanics to learn, and I mean every game always has its different mechanics, but Guilty Gear definitely has its mechanics. So yeah, definitely worth the check out. I mean, the the, the roster is again that, that's one thing that's been dumb down. I mean, of course they, they they cut the roster a lot, the, the roster a lot by yeah. But I but, think I mean over time I'm sure they're gonna drop obviously them. Obviously gonna yeah, you yeah. know, keep people excited, you know, about the, the game and everything. But actually, I think right now, um, per this recording. Uh, I think there's a tournament going on right now on the PlayStation um, YouTube. People playing some Stripe. Um, I don't know if it's an official tournament, but you know, PlayStation's showing it, so it's got to be. It's something. not official. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a pretty big game. Uh, I'm sure it's, uh, we'll do a tournament at some point. If enough people get into it and if there's a, a much of a, you know. And big enough following, big enough calling. Yeah. You know, people want to play it. We'll definitely do a tournament on that. Yep. But I still, I I still feel like I'm crapping it. You know, I still feel like there's a lot of learning to do. But yeah, you know, it's getting there, slowly but surely. Over time. 
Just gotta, just gotta get in the lab, man. Yep, just gotta bunk, hunker down and get in there and just get those reps in. Just like anything. Yeah, but uh, you know, if you're, you know, if you're into the fighting games, definitely I would check out Guilty Gear Strife. Um, you know, it could be like if you, if you've ever played a Guilty Gear and you for the first time and you play against somebody that's pretty good in Guilty Gear, you it would probably discourage you to never want to play Guilty Gear again. <laughs> it's very discouraging. Getting, you know, destroyed. Getting wiped out. Like, because you can get... Damage... Combos do some major damage in, in, in Guilty Gear. Yeah, mega damage in this game, so... So it's, you know, you, you can start the game and blink your eye and you're less than half your life is gone already. You know what I mean? So, it's it could be discouraging, but it's a, it's a very rewarding game that I, I find. You know, matches go pretty quickly, so it, it, it's definitely, it definitely gives you, you know... Those quick dopamine hits to make you want to jump right back in and yeah, you know. So matches aren't too long where it's, you know it's kind of drawn out. It's just quick. Mm-hmm. And w- yeah. once you're once you're you're learning the mechanics and you're doing you know what you know doing flashy stuff and things look good and things look cool. You know it it also gives you those little dopamine hits of like yeah I just did that kind of thing and it's kind of cool. You know so it's like it it's a very rewarding game, mm-hmm. especially once you start to learn the mechanics and you actually you know pull off some of these crazy combos or these cool moments because the game is very anime and by saying that i you know it's very anime aesthetics music you know it, it it's very flashy you know what i mean more so than any game i've ever <clears throat> any fighting game i've ever played is it's very flashy in that you know super will can sometimes end up turning into these cutscenes, and you know it's yeah you look like you're watching an anime and it's like to have those moments sprinkle into like hype moments like in the uh, gameplay wise like mm-hmm. you know you probably block this move and then you know counter counter with this this kind of long combo that ended with a big flashy super it's like very rewarding very rewarding fighting game mm-hmm. um, but again there is a learning curve so if you're not a fighting game person and you just want to jump into just to see what the, all the hype is about it could discourage you but yeah. if you're a dedicated you know person that want to learn fighting game I, I think this one is a very rewarding one 100%. And what was very interesting what they did this time around, of course, was to have the story mode be just an anime, pretty much. I, he- I, I heard that, but I never clicked on it. I'm not, but, but I keep hearing that. It's like, you don't play it, you just watch it. Yeah. So, I guess it's an anime that you can just watch. That's the story. I mean, the arcade does have its does have its own lore mm-hmm. outside of the, mm-hmm. the, the, the story story. story mm-hmm. which, is kinda, which, is, which is good, which is more what you would expect. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's this, there's this you know overarching story, and then you can play the arcade mode to get you know additional information like on the back for each character. Ah, so that that's pretty dope. That's very dope. That, that, that they did that you know so, and it's, it's a good way to go. I mean, it's different. You know, it gives you a reason to talk about it. You know, it, it's of course it's a guilty gear, so it's very visually appealing. So yeah, they're they're, they're doing something right with this one for sure. I mean, I always felt that they always did something right with all the Guilty Gears, but it just, for whatever reason, it was, wasn't as popular. And I, I think the reason it, it probably wasn't as popular as other fighting games is because of the the learning curve. I think kind of made a lot of people like, okay, I think I'm going to pass on this one. I might as well just take the Street Fighter, throw some Hadoukens, and be, be, okay with, <laughs> be okay with my life. You know what I mean? But I think this one, I, I mean, I, they say it's dumbed down. I'm not sure how, so, I mean, I'm guessing... Some guilty gear aficionado can come here and say, "Oh, well, they did this, 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 and this." But for me, it's just like, okay, 
I can understand what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, so I think I think whatever they're doing, they're doing something right. You know. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, and I heard the the netcode is actually pretty. I haven't played online with it yet, but I heard the netcode is pretty good. You know, there's very little input lag, if any. Um, feels good. There's not a whole lot of you know. What yeah. you want to do, you're doing pretty much. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably check it out online, at some point. Yeah, you know, I get better. But you gotta get better first. Hundred percent, gotta get better first. But um, my one of my favorite games, of course, well documented, Apex Legends. It's been uh going through some uh, going through some hard times lately. Well, not really hard times. It's not that big of a deal, but it's kind of an interesting thing. And um, response kind of like scrambling to to fix it. Well, what's up? Apparently, Apex got hacked. Hmm. And it's currently hacked. Well, this is, this is what's going on. So apparently, Titanfall Two has been um has been hacked. And. Some hackers are, I guess, messing up the game and making it so you can't play for PC anyway. You can't play Titanfall Two on PC, like they kind of shut down some of the servers or whatever the case is. And oh. it's a, it's a it's a huge huge problem for Titanfall Two. Interesting. So uh, the player the player base there are very upset because you know the one response to respond, haha, <laughs> funny. But they you know if they said they're gonna do it. They, you know they're they're working on it, blah blah. But nothing's really been done. So what players are doing now? players for Titanfall mm. are now hacking Apex to get mm. respawn to <laughs> to address what's going on in Titanfall 2. Interesting. So essentially when you try to play Apex you while you're playing Apex you get the, at the end of a game or something like this message comes up on your, your screen talking about you know Titanfall being hacked or whatever and you know how it needs to be addressed or whatever. So, something. Uh, I haven't even read to them, but it's a, a message comes up on your screen or whatever. And once you click off of it, you now can't play Apex. Like the, where it says, you know, you know when you click on, you know, what lobbies to join or what, what games you want to join, whether it's mm. VR or, yeah. it's two different game modes now that are, that are that are not Apex game modes and you can't even play. Have you experienced this? I haven't. Hmm. But that's obviously a problem. So now they're, it's kind of like, I get you want respawn to res- you know to respawn or react or, or address the situation that's happening, but don't mess up everyone else's experience. You know? <laughs> I get you're trying to call attention to it because maybe you mm-hmm. feel like you know Apex is getting all the attention on Titanfall mm-hmm. Two, you know. But again, Titanfall Two is super old game now. Yeah, it got some resurgence when Apex, you know, popularity with Apex, but it's a super old game. You know, don't you know. No, 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 don't try to mess up everyone else's experience because you're having a bad time. They said they're gonna address it. They're gonna address it, but, mm. but, but I mean, it's not super, super bad because you know once you change your data center, then it fixes the problem and you're good to go for Apex. So it's not that big of a deal where you just can't play Apex. You just change your data center and you're good. You mean you change the server like the, yeah, just change the server. The... Mm. Then you're good to go. But yeah, that, that's kind of an issue. Interesting for Apex, which. Sucks, because especially now with this event going on, and you know, events being you know a timely matter, to shut someone out of Apex, you know, especially if they're trying to grind something out right now, it's no bueno, no bueno at all. But yeah, apparently that's a thing. People are hacking games now, which is like, don't do that. <laughs> especially just like you know, because you've you've been hacked, 
you're gonna count and hack, you know, hack someone else. It's like two wrongs don't make it right. Exactly, two wrongs don't make it right. But at any rate, it did get the attention of Respawn, obviously, because now mm. they're scrambling to yeah to make changes and get things fixed and up and running. So there is that, but at the same time, you no, know, kind of wish they didn't mess up anyone, everyone else's experience. But at any rate, is what it is. It is what it is. So, um, scrolling through YouTube the other day, and I saw that there's a new uh, Mortal Kombat. There is a new Mortal Kombat animated movie animated movie, out. which I still haven't seen the first one. I have. Uh, so, you know, bust bad on me, and I, 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 I need to. Re- well, I need to rewatch. I mean, I, I watched, but I, I fell asleep a little bit coming to the end, and I. I know. It was, I know it was good. I got it was a lot. Good. Of, a lot of got a lot of good um stuff. You know, it's pretty gory and all that. So it, it was so good that of course I was doing a second one. Um, so I definitely need to check that out. But I did see the trailer, the Red Band trailer for the new one, and it looks just as gory. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of the new, I guess, new Earth World kind of characters in there. Yep, which is kind of dope. I saw Devorah in there. I saw, I saw Striker in there. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting that they brought Striker back. It's a weird obscure character. There's a couple of obscure characters in there. Uh, somebody's got to die, I guess. <laughs> oh, there you go. Somebody's got to get tear to shreds. So. So that's kind of cool. So um, definitely worth checking out if you you know there is a new World Combat movie coming out. Animated. And it, it looked like it was already. It looked like I think there was I, I didn't, at the end of the, tra- the Red Band trailer. I think it said it said look for it on DVD, but it, it didn't say a date. But I was like, it seems like it was pretty close. Maybe I wonder if it's out already. It might be. It might be out already. Well, you could probably do like a. I definitely want to definitely check that out. I, I definitely want to watch. I, I would. Go back and watch the first one first, and then just to refresh myself on it because I, I enjoyed the first one as well. So, mm-hmm. so definitely, uh, definitely looking forward to it. I see Shao Kahn's in it as well. Yeah, and Raiden just killing people just right off the bat, just in the trailer, <laughs> just exploding heads and stuff. I was like, come on, Raiden. But yeah, it's a small combat, so people die violently. So, definitely yeah. something to look forward to. Definitely worth checking out. I'll maybe we'll drop a maybe I'll post it on the Facebook or something. Uh, the trailer there, so people can see it. Defenders but, um, of the no, it's not Defenders of the Realm. It's it, it's some Battle of the Realms or something. Like that. Mm-hmm, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, highly recommend checking that out. Looks dope. Um. Also, if you're, for as far as things to watch, um, this last week's episode of, uh, of Loki, mm-hmm. some may way. say the best episode. Oh, yeah. Things are fine to pick up. Uh, some may even say the best episode of any Marvel show that's been out. Mm-hmm. Bit of a stretch, but... I think so, but yeah. I mean, WandaVision was good. I liked WandaVision. A lot of people had you know have their their own opinions on it. Their own opinions on it, and they uh, some people didn't like certain things that happened. And I can relate to that. I, I understand why. But I mean, like you said, this episode of Floki was 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 on point. It definitely had. It definitely answered a lot of questions. It definitely picked up in the action department. And based on where the story is at, I think we we may be looking at eight episodes. So I think we probably have a few like. What episode was this? This was episode four, right? Or five? I don't remember. 
but we may have a few more episodes to go so you know to wrap this story it's, it's definitely definitely picked up I mean the fact that we have well oh yeah I don't want to spoil too much but <laughs> yeah as a, the only thing is like I want to talk about it but I, I don't want to spoil it because yeah. it's, it's still fresh and I, I don't want you know people to not listen to the podcast because of spoilers but man were some questions answered and some qu- qu- have and more questions yeah I mean, with the answering of questions open the door for more questions mm-hmm. so I'm just, I just can't wait for, for Wednesday get a new episode so we can you know see how this thing progresses but it's just progressing yeah and it, it's definitely setting up multiverse of madness oh yeah it's and it's uh setting up a lot of things yes and one thing I would say um and I, I, I didn't want to go down, down this rabbit hole again because we should have already learned from WandaVision WandaVision but I'm going to do it anyway I think Kang the Conqueror is going to show up I, I, I I'm I'm on board with that I know, you know, last season it was, you know, Mephisto. Yeah. Everyone went down to the Mephisto. Um, rabbit hole. Rabbit hole and everything. But I, I would say I think Kang the Conqueror is going to show up at some point. Whether it's all the way at the end, whether he is the actual big bad of this show. Which, oh. if, if he is, that would be great. But some reason, I don't think that is the case. I think he's just going to be showing up kind of the end. Kind of to set up other projects. But... At any rate, I do think Kang the Conqueror is going to show up. And if he does, I can't wait to see his costume design. I can't wait to see how he actually looks. And I can't wait to see the impacts of him showing up in the MCU and what that could entail for Marvel projects moving forward. Yes. Because, I mean, every, I mean, the next couple of Marvel projects, well, not the next couple, but after Scarlet Witch and let's call it with Tom after um, Black Widow and Sanchi is oh yeah um, that is out actually yeah Black Widow is not out on the 9th it's coming out pretty soon oh yeah it's coming out yeah so we should definitely check that out and um, definitely looking forward to that maybe do a spoiler free review on it but after those two movies it get it, it just picks up in the weirdness Multiverse of Madness Quantumania Quantumania Spider-Man um, Welcome Home or I don't know whatever the way I call that one uh, I forgot what they released the name, but I don't remember the name. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, so that's, you know, those three movies in itself is when things kind of get loopy. Yep. And I want to believe it's gonna start from Loki. From Loki, because I mean, Sanji trailer looks great. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of loopiness in it. Um, it, it, I'm kind of. I'm, it I'm, feels just based on the trailer. I'm not me to cut you off. It feels separate from the MCU for some reason. But it does have... Like, the trailer just shows some interesting things, like, you know... Mm-hmm. And there's some MCU stuff in the trailer. Yeah. Well, it's, it's in the trailer, so if anybody... Abomination. Abomination's in the trailer. Fighting Wong. Exactly. So that's two characters from two different MCU movies in there. So that's, that's to let you know, hey, this is, in fact, in the MCU. Which is, which is good. Which is great. Uh, it just... I'm trying to see... I'm... I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how this fits in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I think at some point they want to bring him in the Avengers just to kind of step up the diversity and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, I guess, you know, 
whenever they do do another Avengers movie, he will be, you know, one of the Avengers. He may show up, yeah. Or if they, yeah. So that's, you know, that's kind of where I see him fitting in. But for right now, I think he's just, I think they're just going to do this movie and then you'll see, see him. Goes. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just so you can, just when he shows up later that, you know, you're not surprised. Yeah, you're not, you're not so surprised. Who he is, yeah. Which, you know, which I'm glad Marvel does. I mean, DC definitely could have learned from this, you know, moving, moving years back, you know. But anyway, I mean, who knows what's going on with DC. Still no word. Things still kind of in the air. But yeah. We'll get something at some point. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Loki is, is gearing up to be the best Marvel show so far. And hopefully hopefully they don't go the WandaVision route and just kind of completely going left at, at the end. I don't know, because... I think the only way Loki could be bad is if... Is if people are kind of disappointed with how things play out in terms of I'm, I'm trying to do it without spoiling <laughs> um, because like the way things are playing out right now it's kind of gearing towards something mm-hmm. and if that something isn't kind of like it's just hey it's just kind of the way it is you know like maybe one of the characters that are, that are already there it's kind of what's you know the big bad yeah yeah it would be extremely disappointing but, but, but you can't based off of their previous track record that's probably the case because <laughs> if, if, if you look at Falcon the Winter Soldier and somewhat WandaVision that, that was kind of the case yeah so that's the only thing I'm kind of worried about that, that's maybe the case you know who knows I mean, I'm hearing a rumor that they, they may even do a Loki season 2 because of the success, the success of this show. I don't know how true that is. It could just be, you know, people run the rumor mill. But... I think people are just in love with that character. You know, he... You, you can't um, get enough Loki. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Tom Hiddleston? Yeah. He, 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 he really embraced that character in a way that I think very few could have. Mm-hmm. And people are intrigued by him people are infatuated by him and they just want they just, they just want more 100% like I think due to his success like Loki success comic wise kind of ramped up too and they started doing a bunch of different Loki comics yeah there's Lady Loki Kid Loki all that there's like there's like a whole multiverse of Loki just like how there's a multiverse of Spider-Man you know in Marvel I, I look like now they're trying to do a Captain America version which anyways <laughs> not going down that rabbit hole but yeah um, so yeah he's definitely brought a lot of popularity to the character and good on him you know I mean he he, he made that character his own in a, in a sense yeah just like Robert Downey Jr. did with Iron Man just like Hugh Jackman did with Wolverine in a sense you know yeah great casting great casting on this part so yeah Definitely looking forward to this week's episode because it can't come quick enough. Because some questions need answers, and I think mm-hmm. we may get some of those answers this episode. So I don't think we're gonna get any answers. I think we're gonna get some answers. I don't think we're. I think we're gonna get answers in the next episode after. We'll see. Because it was su- it was such a cliffhanger in the last episode, in a sense, that I think they're gonna stretch it out. 
and I have I'm pretty much basing this on absolutely nothing, but I just feel in my gut that they're gonna like because it was like such a good cliff, like it wasn't a, it wasn't a, as big enough of a cliffhanger where okay the answers have to be the next episode. You know what I mean? They could stretch it out. Yeah, but I think there are some answers that need that that are probably going to be addressed. Unless they like, like, unless they really stretch it out, I think there are some things that are going to be addressed. But we'll see. I think they're going to stretch it out. We'll see what happens. I think they're going to stretch it out. Time will tell. Because it's, it's it's not like pressing where like, okay, behind this door is, and then you know. I mean, then those questions like, are obviously going to leave for the end, but yeah, there are some other questions that I think will get answered. But at any rate, we'll see what happens. But um yeah, on that note, I think it's a good time to take a quick little break. We'll come back and uh hit you guys with some uh some fight talk. Stay tuned. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions ranging from a dollar to ten dollars, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing. Bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated. And we're back. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We're getting ready to hit you guys with some fight talk. And uh, this week we didn't have any UFC this week, unfortunately. Well, last weekend, rather. But um, we're definitely going to make up for this weekend because this weekend is, of course, the next UFC pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. It's UFC 267, I think? 264, sir. 264. We're jumping the gun here. Yeah. UFC 264, and of course, that's Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier 3. You know that? You know, probably one of the most anticipated fights for the year so far. Um... Of course, these guys fought twice already. Conor won the first one. Uh, Poirier won the second one. Both They're, won via knockout. Both won via knockout. You know, pretty decisively. So it's it's one on one. Both guys wanted to do it again. UFC said, "Yeah, we like money. Let's do it again." But um, this one's kind of interesting. Yeah, because I've uh, of course you know be me being. Probably one of the most con- biggest biggest Conor fans on island, maybe. Being the Conor McGregor, you know, fanboy that I am, of course mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm heavy heavy into Conor McGregor. And at first, when this fight was announced, I was like, you know, sure I, I get it and everything, but going based off of Conor for his last two fights, I was like, mm. probably gonna be the same result. Yeah, but that was my thought. Before we jump into that card and all his greatness, because there's a lot of Notable fights on there that definitely want to check this one out from top to bottom. Let's kind of go into some uh, some more, I guess, UFC news and kind of what's been going on. Because I think when we ended the last pod, last fight talk, we literally ended with breaking news of Derek Lewis versus Cyril Mm -hmm. Gaon for the interim belt, and we were all confused and trying to figure out why they're in it. Why is there an interim belt? What happened to Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis versus Francis Ngannou? Um, all that being said, uh, we have a little more answers for you this time around. Yeah. Uh, actually, a lot more answers. Um, I think I... Um, 
I mentioned um, the YouTuber Jesse on Fire before uh, when it comes to the Diego Sanchez and the uh, um, Joshua Fabia thing, and he, he kind of broke some news, and I kind of broke, and I kind of said on this podcast, but this guy seems to get all the scoop. So I guess there you there you have it. You have one of our our insiders there, but he he he's got some info on this one mm-hmm. that interests me. He 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 put out two videos, and one being about the information as it regards to what happened with the Francis Ngannou and Derek Lewis deal. Okay. Uh, for, apparently with that one, that fight kind of fell off because... Well, first off, to, to understand what's going on here is that Francis Ngannou, from all his hardships, from like it's, it's well documented how how tough he had things growing up and everything. And one of his major goals in life was to be the undisputed heavyweight boxing champ of the world. Like, most world's most dangerous man, you know. It's, it's, it's well documented, you know. Once you're the heavyweight champion in boxing, you're, you know, you're, you know. He always regarded that, you know, as, you know, being the best. Of course, his career took many different paths. He ended up in MMA, blah, blah. So... Essentially, what's 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 preventing the Derek Lewis and Francis Ngannou deal is because Francis kind of wants to go box, wants to go, wants to go box. He wants to complete his his lifelong dream, you know. That's, that's, that's still his lifelong dream. And obviously, when when you're under contract with the UFC, that ain't happening. That ain't happening unless you're Conor McGregor. Unless you're Conor McGregor. So it's like. You know, as Jesse on Fire puts it, like if you watch, he he, he actually, I gotta go look back and watch the video because he quoted, um, well not quoted, but he um he gave a, a video to go look at, which which kind of documents Francis Ngannou's life. It was like a documentary made of it that kind of ha- has all the information, like how he was brought up, and he's like, you know, you can't watch that documentary and not let him go box. He said he he feels that he he doesn't think they don't want they don't want to watch it, and he feels they don't want it needs to go watch it. <laughs> because you can't watch that documentary and not, not let him want to do it. Like, it's, it's it's a victory for humanity. Letting Francis go fight, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it, it, you just have to do it. And, and I, I haven't seen the documentary, but I guess I, I, you know, how he how he puts it. I'm like, damn, I gotta go watch the documentary now. He sells you on it. Huh? He sell he sold me on it. That and, and if you know anything about this guy, he, you know he's a he's a pretty he's he's a he's a pretty macho guy. So he's not into fields and all that kind of stuff. So you know for him, for him to say that, you know, for me he kind of holds some weight. So you're looking at that that this is this is what's holding up that fight. I guess they want to go boxing. They I mean I guess they saw what happened with Conor McGregor and they're like, hey, you know, if you can do it for this guy, you can do it for us. Mm-hmm. And that's a fair argument, you know. You know, there, there's. Anything can happen under the sun, you know. What I mean, there's there's, there's mm-hmm. room for everything and anything to happen. It's a matter of how, you know. Because I'm sure how, with how's with going to play out, yeah, exactly. Because I'm sure with the Conor McGregor deal, and you know, I'm sure the UFC made money on that as well too. And there's no reason why they can't. It's not like it, it hurts their brand, you know. I mean, if he loses, it does. But you know, there's there's a lot of things in play here. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. I, I I I can't say what's the right or wrong answer. I can't say that they should do it or they shouldn't do it. Um. I don't know, you know, all the business ends. But apparently that's what's preventing him from signing a new deal because apparently he has one fight left under his contract. And that's what's preventing him from signing a new deal 
is the fact that he wants to go boxes as well. Like I think I guess he wants to do both. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard, I haven't heard from his mouth. You know. But one thing I will say, um, Dana White did come out and you know he, he kind of started trashing. He, he never trashed Francis. He never bad talked Francis. Mm-hmm. He bad talked Francis' management. Yep. Which. Yeah. Which I've never really heard him do per se. One, which tells me that a lot of what Jesse on fire said is true. And two, it, it shows me that Francis is doing the right thing. Or I guess his management, because I mean, maybe he doesn't have all the, 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 the business acumen, but his management is definitely doing the right thing. In that, when it comes to negotiating, and, and, and Jesse on fire said it as well, like, you don't want to put the UFC in a position where they have to be forced to pay you more money because you're out in the public saying you're asking for more money. Because that never goes... That never goes well. Never. And like he said, and it makes sense because it, once you go on record saying you want more money and the UFC pays you more money, now every other fighter is going to try to do the same thing. And that one time that they caved in is going to cost them way more money overall. Mm-hmm. But Francis never did that. Francis never come out and said he wants more money. That, that has never been done. Like he hit that... that he hasn't done that. So when it comes to negotiating, they're doing all the right things, it seems like. But mm-hmm. I I think where the, the the hiccup is, I guess, maybe for the first time, Dino is not, he's not winning this negotiation. You know, things are not in the UFC's favor. Yeah, not going his way. So, you know, there's, there, there, I mean, again, there's, there's, who are we? There's, 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 a lot of things at play here you know what I mean mm-hmm. a lot of information that we're receiving and trying to make sense of so that's kind of that brings me to the point of you know when they did well, now that they're announcing that Cyril Ghan will be fighting Derek Lewis for an interim belt it's their way of it's UFC where it's kind of trying to undermine Francis's belt you know in the event that he doesn't sign and the reason it's not the official belt is because they, I guess they're still holding on to hope that he does sign Doing an interim belt. Well, they, they can't. They can't just strip him for you know. It has to be at least a year before they can strip him. So oh, there is that too. Yeah. So maybe they're already moving in that direction. Because he has apparently the end. Of, his contract ends in 2022, and he has one more fight on that deal. So the UFC has a year to give him one more fight. There you go. They could legit hold out until the whole year until the last fight. To reunite the belts and gamble that way, or they could just not give him a fight, let let the whole year play out without him getting a fight, and his contract is over at that point. And he's with a year of Francis not being in the spotlight, not being toted as a heavyweight champion. You know, people start to forget kind of thing. You know, what have you done for me lately? Kind of thing. It gives him enough time to build up a new star. Unfortunately, you know what I mean? Yep. And I think that's what the UFC is trying to do right now, especially with Cyril Gone. You know. He, 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 Cyril Ghosn is hitting his strides now and is, you know, making some waves. But Cyril Ghosn is no Francis Ngannou. Nope. This is my problem. Cyril Ghosn is no Francis Ngannou. So, yeah, that's kind of what's going on there with that picture. So, I hate to see it because Francis Ngannou is a world beater and he, he deserves all the money. I, I don't, and again, I don't think money's an issue in this, in this, this one. Money isn't the issue for this fight. I don't think so. Because, 
I mean, the, the writings on the wall where Francis Ngannou can make a lot of money right now, with or without the UFC. Yeah. The writing's on the wall. Because he could easily go to boxing and make, as Jesse on Fire puts it, he can, he can make $20 million easily going to boxing. So the UFC contract has to be somewhat comparable to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure UFC understands that, and they they undoubtedly are going to pay him. They're, they're going to pay him, because I think he's worth. He's definitely worth the money. You, he, 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 Francis Ngannou puts asses in seats, without question. I think where the disconnect is the fact that he wants to go to boxing. He wants to go to boxing. So, he wants to go to boxing with or without the UFC. If the UFC is going to be smart, they might as well. He's going to do it with or without you. I think before long, we are going to see Francis Ngannou in boxing. It's, it's, it's not a question. Of, there's, no, there's no question about it. He is going. Is he going as the UFC champion? Or is he just going as a number one contender in boxing? It's, 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 it's entirely up to the UFC at this point. Yeah. He's doing it with or without. He, Francis Ngannou is right now the first fighter that is in a favorable position when it comes to negotiating with the UFC. And there's, there's kind of nothing they can do about it in a sense. There's, there's really nothing they can do about it. You're, you're, you're the hop on board or you get left behind. Uh, personally, I would prefer to see him go with the UFC because that's, that's, that's who built him. You know what I mean? I want to see Dana White take on more of a, a forget the business side of things, take on more of a human aspect of him. Like, you know what? I'm with you, Francis. Mm-hmm. You're my guy. I'm going to take care of you. This is what we're going to do. Plan the whole thing out. You know, it could be a whole media thing, you know? UFC taking on boxing again, you know what I mean? Well, he's never been a big fan of that anyway. Because it, it, it never played in his favor, not one time. And it... it in the, in this, I understand that you know maybe maybe not, maybe not play it up too big like that like I was just saying it, but go with it, man. Just 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 go with it. Make your money. You still have you still have the UFC. I don't think it's gonna affect. It. Well, I mean, to the casuals, I could see why you know, you don't want to do that because it could you know look bad for the UFC. UFC starts losing, make it looks like boxing is superior than UFC. I, I understand all that that whole side of it, but at the same time, I mean, it's Francis Ngannou. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of money to be made. Yeah. I think the mo- the amount of money you can make with Francis boxing makes up for whatever fallout you have if he loses, if he goes to boxing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because but, I, I see, he's trying to see he's tired of seeing his product get diminished. I guess. I mean, because it's, it's, I mean, because people, the casuals that don't know fighting is gonna look at it and you know, if UFC fighters keep losing the boxers, they're gonna always think that boxing is better than UFC, which is not because. You know, if boxers come over to UFC, the same thing happens. Yeah. But I think Francis is skilled enough that he he, he could make the transition, and because he is a striker, he, he could. All he has to do is land. So there's that. And boxers, especially in the heavyweight division, don't they're not you know that good at that footwork. And, sound. Uh, except except if you're Tyson Fury. Yeah, Tyson Fury is definitely. That, I mean, that would be a very dangerous fight for him. I think. I don't think Francis would win that fight, honestly. Well, <laughs> again, it depends. You just have to land. So I mean, if he, if he can clean up his boxing, and he can, he can definitely do it. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, there's that unreal of the UFC. The UFC just help a brother out. <laughs> it would be nice. But uh, 
You know the news. I guess we could get back on the card now. Yeah. How, how's this card shaping up? This card, uh, I must say, I like it a lot. Because there's a lot of... A lot of upcoming fights I like on there, so... Start off with it, well... The early prelims... Not a whole lot there, but you do have Jennifer Meyer, who recently fought for the belt. Fought for the belt. Mm-hmm. Against Jessica I. So this is definitely a title eliminator again. For yeah. Jessica I. Yeah, let's see where both girls are at and see how things pan out for them. It kind of it kind of shows what's going on with the, the flyweight division. Kind of it's it's going to set the ground. Even though it is an early prelim, it's you know a little disrespectful there, but <laughs> you know it does set the precedent for you know it's a it's, it's the it's the premier fight on the early prelims we call yeah. it that alright then you have Omari Akhmedov you know against Brad Tavares another great fight on there um this Russian guy I've seen him fight before Zumagulov I've seen him fight before if I remember correctly he's been uh, Jerome Rivera who's Jer- Jerome Rivera I think is from the Contender Series as well yeah I remember him so that's gonna be a very interesting fight so Early, you know, in the early prelims, you have some good fights. And this this card is, of course, the Conor McGregor versus Justin Poirier fight. That's coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then you have some... You have Ryan Hall finally getting a fight. You know, he he's... He's been... Anyone who knows Ryan Hall knows he is probably super, one of the premier featherweights. Super dangerous. Super dangerous grappler, but just doesn't get fights. Either he gets pulled off for injury or... People Something happens. Yeah. It's it's an, a number of things, you know. He's finally getting a fight here. And he's fighting a top-rated guy, a 10-0 guy. So that's so that's gonna, that should be a good one. Uh, in uh, Ilya Tapuria. Should be an interesting fight. And then the, this probably going to be fight of the night right here. Uh, Nico Price. Nico Price versus Michael Pereira. Of course, Michael Pereira is that crazy Brazilian that... Does flying everything, flipping everything. A lot of flashy stuff. Um, has been known to gas out doing all that. He's yeah. showing reserve in his... He's showing better, yeah. He's mm-hmm. been better. But all that flashy stuff is why we want to fight, actually. So, And against Nico Price, who is, you know, a scrapper. He's going to give it everything. This is going to be a very exciting fight. Yep. Actually, I, I think they should have switched these two. I think that should have been the... Pre- that should have been the... I think they're kind of banking that maybe Prayer might do something stupid, and they didn't put him in the premier fight in the the, the featured fight the of the featured prelims. fight for the prelims, which is going to be Carlos Condit against Max Griffin. Which Max Bang Griffin's and Carlos Condit, you know, it's this is going to be a well and and both fights are welterweight fights, so we could see the winner of each of these fights fighting each other in the future. Most definitely, that could be a setup for that. Um, but yeah, Max Bang Griffin versus Carlos Condit, that's going to be a scrappy, scrappy contest. Between welterweights, who knows? I mean, Carlos Condit, he's 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 he's, he's shown to still have it. Yeah, he's he's, he's starting to he's starting to come back, and I, I like yeah. that. But Griffin's no joke. Nope. So that's going to be interesting. And then, of course, you have Sean O'Malley, which his original opponent, um, mm-hmm. Smoker, fell out. Fell out. And um, I must say, I don't like how the way UFC handles. A lot one. of controversy on this one, yeah. It feels like they're kind of protecting Shalamani still, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. They're still trying. To, I mean, they want. I see that. They're still trying to build him up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Trying to make sure that he's he's good and all that, but because yeah, his um, he definitely 
there was a number of people that were clamoring to fight him. And, and the, all, all of them were better fights. All of them were better fights. And because of the short notice of it. And because there was, those are all, all more dangerous opponents. Yeah, the UFC just... They they decided to go with uh, a non-ranked guy. Yeah. So. Chris Montano. So, Martin Montano. Yeah. Whatever it is. But, um, yeah. All right, guys. I know you've been waiting for it. So, here it is. This week's code for the giveaway is IB6LA5. The code again is IB6LA5. Enter that into your giveaway link to get additional entries for the giveaway. You're welcome, guys. And then, uh, what's her name is fighting to? Irina Dana, who's supposed to be fighting for a title sometime, but mm-hmm. she, she lost her contender fight, so. But I think she's, 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 been on a come up though she's someone to look out for um against Yana Kunitskaya which is gonna be an interesting fight and Taito Ivasa is also fighting Greg Hardy it's gonna be super that's, interesting yeah that's that's gonna be an interesting fight that's, that's one I'm gonna definitely wanna look out for as well get a chance to see where both guys are at yeah yeah that's a that's gonna be a a telling fight then Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson that's that's gonna be an interesting fight for me because um, Burns coming off of his loss, championship loss, you know. Yeah, of course he's gonna be coming back to to you know show that he's still you know still got it, still a contender. And then Stephen Thompson wants to prove that he is a contender. Yeah. So um, I don't know how I feel about this one. I I would say I feel like Stephen Wonderboy Thompson has been he's been asking for a title fight for a long time. You know, he's been mm-hmm. trying to say like he's the only guy that hasn't fought Usman. Everyone else already has, but. That's not the way to go about it. I no, you, you you gotta earn it, sir. You gotta earn it. Yeah, you gotta win it. You gotta win and get your way up there. You mm-hmm. gotta just talk yourself into mm-hmm. a title. One hundred percent. If he wins this one, though, definitely he's he's up there. Yeah. So he definitely has to to win this one. Can't can't miss up on this one because if he does, then all that goes out the window. So all that talk. Yep. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what comes of it. And then, of course. Then, of course, the main event. Uh, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier, which we started with. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely really interesting, um, considering the approach of the last fights, like I said before. Um, it may seem like it's going to be the same result, but this time I think this is uh, it's going to be a different Conor. The whole, uh, the whole vibe has changed from the last fight, seeing as though the last fight, you know, they are very friendly. Mm-hmm. But some things happen in between then that kind of has them, you know, not so friendly. Mm-hmm. Talking about the things with you know with, with the with the charity stuff. Yeah, and you know, there's been some talks. You know, both guys are starting to say you know, you know what they're gonna do to each other and all that. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit more of a bad blood than it did last time. All the fun stuff. All the fun stuff that we, we you know we love. Um, interesting things. I don't know if you've watched the, the countdown, but um, Connor didn't do any interviews. He was they use a lot of old Connor footage. And a lot of old, you know, footage from both of them. Dustin did an interview. Interesting. No Connor. Because Connor is completely... He's taking this fight very seriously, apparently. And because he's in the position he's in, I guess, he, you know, one of those guys that, you know, he can do whatever he wants. 
I noticed that he wasn't, you know. Interesting. There wasn't no new Connor interview or anything during this. Because he, he hasn't been, he isn't doing any interviews. Because you know, usually he would do some interviews, some, you know, mm-hmm. different things. This fight, he's shut all that down. Hmm. He's not doing anything until the media day um, on Thursday where they have the press conference. Okay, looking forward to that now, huh? Yep. It's going to be interesting. So Connor is definitely taking this fight seriously. He actually moved out to California to train for this fight. He's been away from his family family for a couple of weeks now. Okay. No family, no nothing. All right. Just locked down. Threw up a, a training uh, you know, facility that houses for him and all his team, of course, because, you know, baller like that. And apparently, like, uh, you know, because, you know, he has that Conor McGregor fast um, thing. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but that's kind of his training program that he's he's put out. It's been out for a couple of years now that he, he does or whatever. It's like a, you know, training thing. Um, but he's, you know, promoting it to, you know, he's doing it too or whatever. And, you can, you know, you can sign up for it or whatever. I was... I almost did it, but you know <laughs> the fanboy. But but, but but apparently it's been pretty cool because um, he has like a you know like a wall in this facility mm-hmm. that he just threw up that all the everyone that's training on the app, you know, they, I guess they can send him messages or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he sees everyone that's you know using it and you know they, you know the message and they they just got done doing this training or whatever and you know he comments on it and everything. And I, it was pretty dope that's interesting gives you access to Conor McGregor he's like oh and he sees your work and he's you know he's shouting you out and all that so yeah he hasn't he's not doing any interviews and anything but you know but but he's definitely locked down for this fight like I said before away from family away from everybody definitely been doing nothing but MMA he says he says you know not boxing but strictly MMA so you guys want an MMA you're definitely gonna get it this time around which is his words so the way he has been promoting mm-hmm. or the way that he found I guess to Start promoting, I guess this his fight is Connor has uh, discovered Instagram Live. <laughs> so he did his first live sometime last week, and it was uh it was kind of interesting. He was just you know just turned on his live and you know, just started reading out some of the messages. He was shouting out people you know that was you know mm-hmm. showing him love and all that stuff, and it, it was it was interesting seeing Connor like. It showed you a different side of Connor because he definitely seemed more human. You're seeing the more like Connor but behind all the you know behind the scenes Connor, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's very different for me anyway. Um, you know, being a Connor fan, it was very very different. You know, seeing him more, you know, laid back, more you know, humanized, more human, yeah, more human. But he seems very focused. You know, he's talking about his training sessions. You know, he just got done. You know. Because for the first beginning of it, it was, it was about 16, 20 minutes long or something like that. For the first couple of minutes, you know, for the first good bit of it, he's just, just like looking at the screen, reading, just like reading all the comments, just kind of like laughing to himself and you know, saying <laughs> thank you for the support and all that. He, was, he wasn't really saying much. Mm. Then he started talking about you know, yeah, you know, he's doing you know, his training or whatever. He just got done his last day of sparring and you know, all that stuff. Kind of talk, talk, talking about some of the stuff he's doing and uh, yeah. One thing I did notice that was very different about Connor is uh, his teeth. Got some veneers in now. Got the interesting. Got new teeth. Mm, I hope he doesn't lose them. 
Yeah, I think someone mentioned it. In there, um, said I oh, yeah, got a good gum shooter, but yeah, got got some kind of got some new chompers. They're obviously pearly white. I mean, <laughs> they, 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 they don't look that that different. Like, cause some some veneers can be pretty bad. Obviously, with kind of mm-hmm. money, you know, you're gonna get the good ones. So, so you got them done in Dubai. So, but um, yeah, people talking about his teeth. They're not that noticeable, obviously, but they're they're they're. I was like, did he, you know, whiten his teeth or like I couldn't tell someone the cop, but oh, yeah, got some new teeth, which you know everyone's doing nowadays. It's the in thing. Yeah, get you some teeth. Got 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 enough money, you can do it. So, but yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting. You know, he's been away from his family, and even D Devlin, um, mm-hmm. his girlfriend jumped on the live, and so yeah, he, he's. When oh, she jumped, when oh she, she jumped on like oh like okay I got you yeah because she's she's not even yeah she's not there with she's him. not there with him it's very different you know mm-hmm. she's she's there and you know mm-hmm. kids are there and everything nope no D no kids nothing he's focused on this one it's gonna be interesting <sighs> man I kind of I don't know I, it's uh that's that's interesting but yeah yeah it definitely sounds like because it's like okay he's definitely not the kind of the last time you know mm-hmm. just laid back you know mm-hmm. chill. And he's a little bit, uh, a little bit upset. You know, some, some things that Poirier said. You know, so he's like, he's, he's definitely gonna pay for some of the things he said. So Connor's, but you know, it also comes down. You're also he could also be setting himself up for a, a higher pedestal to fall off of. You know what I mean? There, there is that too. There is that too because Dustin Poirier is taking this fight also very, very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, given the countdown and the footage that we saw, saw of that and the interview he did. He's uh he's not sparing any expense either. He's taking this fight very very seriously, and he wants to knock out Connor again. He wants to stop him again. That, that, that's his goal, and he's he's definitely sticking to it. He wants to, you know, that's what he intends to do. So, Poirier, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Poirier is in a good position mm-hmm. in that you know he's gonna be he's setting himself up to be kind of like Nate did, what, what kind of what Nate did, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fight Connor back to back, get that big payday. You definitely builds your brand, and then. Like after those two kind of fights, Nate Diaz was could do whatever he wanted. Yep, and I think Poirier is kind of putting himself in that same position too, which mm-hmm. is which is good for him because you know he's not a guy that you know just squanders money. You know he does good things with his money, you know with charity and everything. So couldn't happen to a better guy. But um, yeah, if if, if Poirier wins this one, I, I, I'll be I'll be big on him. That'll be huge for for the Poirier huge, brand. Huge, huge. Yep. So we will see. But all in all, it's going to be a good fight regardless. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking forward to that. Um, also, um, mm-hmm. quick little mm-hmm. interesting note. Uh, Blueface. Oh, yes. Uh, apparently going to be doing some uh, BKFC. So that's going to be interesting. That is strange to me. BKFC just staying relevant. So if you guys into New Age rappers, Blueface is going to be doing some BKFC. So there is that. So um yeah, that's pretty much uh pretty much it for Fight Talk. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Be sure to check out all our, our social media stuff, everything that we got going on. This is uh Isaac Boys Podcast. Isaac Boys out.